0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the best gaming podcast, the greatest gaming podcast on the world wide web, the Aussie Lag Gamescast. what's episode thirty nine? That's right, the whole world wide web, mate. The the international world wide web. <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode thirty nine. Shit, one away from 40. 11 away from fifty. I'm um, uh, we're trucking <laughs> along here. Fifty one. Only only from, only f- from ninety. <laughs> <laughs> that's it you know only only f- you know four episodes ahead of the youtube episodes which i'm trying to fix up right now <laughs> i try to get back on track <laughs> with that but you know uh, it's happy friday Jack. <laughs>
1: happy friday it's a
0: friday we all needed <laughs> it is it is normally i do a big long-winded intro but like i'm just i'm just i'm just I'm having a chill Friday. Let's have a chill Friday. Let's oh, that's just good to hear. let's just talk like friends do, mate. And and the first question I have for you is, what have you been playing? Because I haven't seen, I haven't really spoken to you or played with you in the last few days. It's like I'm, I've been like, I wonder what Jack's been up to. What's he been doing?
1: Yeah, I, I, I was. That's a good question. I so Wednesday and Thursday night I watched Wandavision in mm. in two nights. So I really crunched that, which is great. Um... I really only got home from work tonight, like ten minutes before we went to start the podcast. So, like, what's that? That's three nights out. Uh, Tuesday and Monday, I work late Tuesday, so I don't know if I really game much then. <laughs> Gamed a little bit Monday, a lot of Apex on the weekend. That's probably about mm. about it. It's it's been it's been a long week, um, and and to be honest, I think it's going to be a long week ahead. So I'm not I'm really looking forward to a session, just chilling, playing some games, maybe putting some music on the background. Um, I, as I get older, I find it harder to listen to music in the background whilst playing, and it makes me sad because mm. I, I like, I remember in high school, like, I can have a song come on, like, if Pink's Raise Your Glass comes on, for instance, I'll just think of Minecraft. So I have some really strong ties there, and as I get older, I find it harder to concentrate on multiple things at once. <laughs> maybe it's not so much about age, maybe I'm just uh, getting maybe i've just got problems i don't know but anyway the point is that um i'm looking forward to some gaming uh not much gaming to look back on unfortunately i did i did start to download apex on switch um because it came out on wednesday or thursday but the Apex on Switch, I don't know what to call them reviews, but the headlines at least paint a pretty poor picture, unfortunately, so.
0: Oh, that fucking sucks. I, I haven't looked at anything for the reviews for it yet, but that, that that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, I saw
1: sure. one headline. I, I can't remember. I've been in Guitar Hero or something, and it was like, you know, oh, maybe it was Press Start. I don't know. I saw it around, and it's like, the Switch isn't just isn't built for, for shooters, and that's okay. And it's like, it's okay, but uh, they just keep teasing us. <laughs> like,
0: I mean... See, I don't understand a comment like that. Like, like, what do you mean it's not built for shooters? Like, how is it... Like...
1: I don't know. I don't understand. It's a weird comment to me because surely... Surely the Switch has the power of a mobile phone. I I should look that up, actually. Like, you know, Call of Duty Mobile is fantastic. That'd be great on Switch.
0: I mean, yeah. And another thing is, like, Fortnite runs on Switch fine. Like, we've played... Fortnite on the Switch quite a bit. It runs fine, so I don't know where this shooters aren't made for Switch thing. Maybe third-person or first-person, but even then. Like, I mean, the Switch runs some really good games at re- like, that look really, really good. If, is, is it a graphics thing? Because if it still plays the same, then I, graphics don't really matter to me. If it's still fun, slide down a hill, continuously apex, I don't understand like, if it's a visual thing, fine well, I saw a lot of people but online, I mean,
1: like on Twitter and stuff, that were showing the community how to turn off crossplay, so I'm not sure if the actual Switch version is like necessarily that terrible on its own, but if you're excuse me, online playing with people who are playing in 4K at 120 frames maybe higher on PC um, it seems like you're just gonna be getting smashed at 500p, 30 frames so, um
0: yeah, I don't know. I just don't then know. The, head- <laughs> the headline should be, only play with Switch users. Do not play with anybody else. Yeah, I mean, you that's the thing. Though. If,
1: if we were down at PAX or whatever, and we were just chilling, playing some Apex on the Switch, I mean, I'm going to smile. So I will continue yeah, to exactly. download, my friend, uh, but I'm no longer no longer considering using my mobile data to get it done.
0: Oh, uh, fair. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's fair. That's mm. fair. I'll have to check it out. Uh over the weekend, have a look, see yeah, if it back. is as bad as they're saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, well, not much gaming for you at all, really.
1: No, um, no, pretty sad week.
0: How about yourself? Uh, so, I I take you back to... Uh, we were watching a uh, a stream where we were in the comments and um, people were berating me about not having played Minecraft in a very, very long time and they told me that I should <laughs> go back to Minecraft. So, me being the person I am, have gone balls deep. I I installed Minecraft Dungeons and Minecraft. And, uh, yeah, I've played the shit out of some Minecraft the last few days. Um, Yeah. I built Isengard, is what I've called my home. It's like a tower in the the middle of the bloody map. Uh, It's it's, uh, really, really cool. No, I've had a lot of fun. Like, it's very, very different from... When I played it all the way back in the day when it first... It's very different, but I I, I like... I like... I like it a lot. Uh, It's quite relaxing playing Minecraft, I found, these last few days. Like, just chilling out, making stuff, building a tower. Like, I built a... It's like five levels. There's a floor for myself uh, and Jordan and you and a floor where we can just put stuff. I'm like, oh, man, I'm building this tower out. So, when we all come in here to play on stream, it's just going to be fucking dope. So... I built a cool tower, and, uh, it's really cool. Like, but I've also had some, like, like, it, the games also made me super angry. So, last night, was I was so angry. I was like, I'm gonna actually go and explore. Like, I've spent the last few days, like, since I started playing, just building this tower and it's completed now basically there's still a little little touches that can be done but there's walls everybody has a bed everybody has a box that they can put their stuff in you know i I felt happy i'm like ah i'm proud of myself so i fashioned myself a sword and i fashioned myself uh, a pickaxe and i went out into the world i'm like i'm gonna find a whole bunch of stuff and bring it back so i went out and i ran into uh pillagers which i'd never seen before i had no idea what the fuck these guys were and at the start, I thought, "Ah, oh, this is one of these villages that I've been going past for the last oh, 20 no. minutes. <laughs> it, was, it turns out it was It was just this big tower, and I walked up to the tower, and I got fucking destroyed. And I lost, like, all this enchanted gear that I found. I lost a whole bunch of obsidian. I lost so much gold. I was, I was fucking livid. I was so angry. I was, like, that's, that's really mad. And I was, like jordan he's like yeah i'm like what the fuck is a pillager he's like oh yeah pillagers look out for them dude (laughs) i've just been fucking killed by one so i then proceeded for the next now this is where people are going to be like what the fuck kyle but i want you all to know that i had the best intentions for the next four hours (laughs) continued to go back to this same tower trying to get my stuff back dying every single time it was, it wasn't till then I was like, I killed so many of these guys. And I'm like, what the fuck? Jordan's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, do they respawn when I respawn? Jordan's like, no, they shouldn't respawn. And I'm like, oh, they, they're just, they're just there. He's like, is it a tower? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they'll respawn if it's a pillager tower. I'm like, you tell me for the last four hours I've been attacking their spawn? He's like, absolutely. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. But after four hours, I... I was victorious. I got back all my gear. I destroyed the pillager captain or whatever the fuck he was. Oh, I was so proud of myself. But the problem was, was as I did it, the sun was going down and I'm like, I'm not risking this shit on the way back. I've had enough of creepers for one fucking day. So I took a rest in the bed and then made my way back the next day. It's, it's, (laughs) and the thing was, it's like a good 20 minute in real life walk back to the tower from where I was. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I actually had a lot of fun with it. I'm actually enjoying Minecraft a lot. (laughs) It was so much fun. Like, yeah, what it took four on? hours. Uh, Xbox at the moment. Um, thank you, Games Pass, by the way. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into dungeons, though, because that seems like definitely like top-down Diablo Minecraft game seems like such a fucking cool idea, and I really can't wait to get in on it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and with it friends. It seems like
1: an appropriate expansion. Like, what, what, how else do you expand, mm. expand Minecraft without releasing Minecraft 2?
0: Yeah, 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. The only other thing I can see them doing is like doing like a proper Minecraft MMO, maybe, um, which would be cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one day. But I'm having a lot of fun with Minecraft right now. Uh, I look forward to getting back into it again. Uh, it's lots of fun, uh, and I can't wait to start dungeons for sure. Oh, um, That's good. Yeah, and I played the new Apex event. That's the only other thing I've done. Is hey, I played. I like? <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> really, really cool, but also really, 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 really fucking infuriating as well. Because, so I don't. I'm sure people know what it is, but I'll, I'll try to explain what it is. I don't so,
1: really. So please do.
0: You drop like you normally would in um in the the let's say arena, but basically for the next six days. We are only in King's Canyon. That is the only map that is in rotation. It's a good start. So it's pretty good. But here's what's interesting. So we not only have the big ring to worry about, we also have what are called ring flares, which are tiny rings that expand in the center of the map and then off to the corner of the map. So making the map even smaller than it is with a ring enclosing in in on you. So these ring flares are like... ...little rings of danger that you really shouldn't touch. But they're really good in some respects and really shit in others. Like, uh, last night... ...which is something I'll get into again in a minute because this is fucking... ...like, you guys are gonna think I'm insane. But last night, uh, um, our, our friend Jake was, uh, streaming last night. He was playing Apex and he had one to play with. So I hopped on to have a few games. And we had a lot of really good games. But I think one of the... ...one of the best games we had was right at the end where... We were in the center of the ring, and we had the high ground. Like, we were in the tower. We owned it, you know what I mean? Like... We were in control of the situation. A ring flare pops up, knocking out the secondary entrance to our ravine. So there was only one way for these guys to come in for the final ring. We were like, yeah, fuck these guys. They came in. We wiped a team. We were like, yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We're doing so well. Then the worst possible thing could have happened to us. Right in the center of the ring where we had set up our base, you know, we dropped our our ultimates, you know, I Gibby shielded. You know, I got someone over there dropping a Watson, charging our shields. fucking ring flare decides to open up directly above where we are Shit. so in that moment we're like here's what we we got one of two choices we try to ride this flare out or we fucking run at the enemy <laughs> guns blazing and uh yeah Jake was like what are we gonna do I answered for everybody I just started screaming and running forward cause I had no <laughs> hit shields left I just fucking bolted in I'm like ah we like running down the hill. And then Jordan and Jake are like, oh, we're going too. And then they followed me down. And then, in like a Cinderella story. This is a beautiful story. In a Cinderella story, when we got to the bottom of the hill, they absolutely fucking destroyed us and they got the win. So congratulations to those people <laughs> who fucking destroyed us and got their Cinderella story. It was terrible, man. Oh. But, like, also really cool. Because there are ways to combat these flares. So... Do you remember mobile spawn beacons and stuff like that? Yep. They no longer take up space in your backpack. They have their own slot.
1: Nice.
0: A separate slot. So that's also where these things called heat shields come in. So heat shields that we now have at the start of every game for this event, I assume, and they'll probably keep them around, are going to be really, really broken. Because what they do is they create a shield in the middle of the ring. So, let's say we get to the final ring for, like, as long as the shield holds out. Because sometimes it varies depending on the strength of the circle. But if it was, like, last circle, and you and your other two teammates all had ring shields, you could sit in that ring for at least a good, like, eight minutes. Like, you could wait out these people in the center getting fucked up if they didn't have heat shields. Like, if this thing sticks around after this event... Oh, is it going to be fucking OP as fuck? Like, these things are insane. But yeah, it's in a brand new slot. So mobile spawn beacons and the heat shields, uh, you can't have both at the same time. So they take up a brand new slot. Uh, Another thing is you can now opt out of filling a team. So if you want to go into triples, but you don't want to have a team with you, you can just turn off fill automatically and you can go in on your own. Or if you and your mate just want to play and you don't want to deal with a random third, you can go, we don't want a random third, do not fill. And you can just go into the game. Um, the player cards are also different now. So at the end of a game, before it used to say kills and damage, now it has kills, knocks, assists, and damage. Oh, lovely. So, now it's impossible for someone to go, oh, you You only got that many kills because you stole my kills. No, we're going to fucking know how many people you knocked down now. <laughs> you can't lie. <laughs> like, we're going to know how many people you helped kill. Um, so, yeah, lots of really cool quality of life changes, and this new event is actually pretty decent. Like, it's actually a, a lot of fun. Um, uh. Yeah, and they added Bangalore's Heirloom to the game. So, if you want to buy all these packs, then you can get the Heirloom for free, basically. But really, it's not free because you're spending lots of money on random skins and stuff you may not want. Um, but I will say this the, like, I forget what the event's called, but you know how they've got, like, their little passes? Like, they're like punch cards where if you get a certain amount of points, you get stuff. And, you, like, you remember how they had the anniversary event punch card where yeah, if you got so. enough points, you get stuff? So, they got one of them. And every single thing on that punch card is dope. The shotgun skin is amazing. The horizon skin is great. There's a like, there's a whole bunch of like kills, deaths, wins for like I think it's for crypto and fuse. Um, And the 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 um, Kraber skin is so. It's like based off like a samurai. It looks like a Kraber's wearing samurai armor, and it looks dope. It it seems like all of the skins for this event are based off, like, ancient warriors. So, you've got, like, um, uh, Loba looks like a Roman centurion, and, um, Watson looks like a, uh, conquistador, and, uh, Gibraltar's wearing, like, a full set of samurai armor. Like, it just, they, all of it looks so, so cool and on point, so... Yeah, ab- I'm, I'm absolutely in love with the skins and stuff, but I'm trying not to, like, spend money on them. I'm like, oh, man, I just got to be cool, man. Like, <laughs> me- I, like, oh, but I'm tempted by the Gibby skin. But yeah, like, it's like if I get the Kraber skin that goes with the Gibby skin, I might buy the Gibby skin because I've got the Kraber skin. Now, that's what I'm wrestling with in my mind. I'm like, if I so finish this thing, maybe if one
1: of them comes your way
0: exactly if one comes my way i might treat myself to the other you know what i mean like it might be a little more reasonable than getting
1: both yeah
0: yeah like because they would look so good together (laughs) i'm like (laughs) oh they're gonna look so great but uh yeah that's all i've been playing apex and minecraft and as everyone can hear because i waffled on i'm having a great time with them they're a lot of fun and i'm I'm really glad that that, uh um, yeah but i have a question for you before we move on to the topics of the show all right
1: i have ears for you tell me the question
0: Anybody who hasn't seen WandaVision, walk away and come back. All right, tell me, what did you think of WandaVision?
1: I thought it was amazing. Like, knocked my fucking socks off amazing. Yeah. Is that that how you
0: feel? Um, absolutely. I, 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 okay. So, I have a question that I'm asking people. Did you, so, you watched it all in one go, right? Two things, yeah yeah do you like the fact that you're able to binge it? Yeah do you think it's better as a bingeable series or do you think you would have enjoyed it watching week to week?
1: I think I think there's like a couple of episodes like especially the first episode so like full spoilers like full full on in the the first episode where sort of everything's sort of revealed like the first episode that takes place outside the sitcom, I think if mm-hmm. I had I had to wait a week for the next episode I would have been thinking about it all week. And I think that would have yeah. been cool, but yeah, my fucking god could I not wait? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm yeah just, absolutely. I was up past my bedtime. Let's just be very clear about that. <laughs> I was yeah, uh, fair, fair. I watched way more than I should have, um, especially Thursday night when I had to get up at five thirty. But let's let's yeah, anyway. Um, I had to finish the show, so it it grabbed me. And and what what I thought about whilst I was watching, I'm like, there's no way they could have fitted this. Like, if they had to cram this into a cinematic movie. I'm sure it would have been cool still but like it just it just works so well It it, it just that extra runtime, flesh out Mm. all the storylines my only thing right my only Mm -hmm. thing and like I'm not covering the story because if you're listening to the section I hope you've already watched it how is this not an Avengers level event?
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's fair that's fair um so I've been racking my brain about that sort of stuff, right? So from what I can sort of tell, is all of this is supposed to take place over like a week?
1: Yeah, it seems that way.
0: And another thing that I think is probably why it's not an Avengers level event is because, so the way I sort of justified the fact that nobody else got involved was that this was like, nobody really knew about it except for SWORD. And the guy running SWORD was basically a dickhead who was doing shit that he probably shouldn't have been getting into. Exactly. He was going to be the last guy to call for help. I feel like if anybody started asking questions, he replied with, We're SWORD. We've got this. It's okay. The other thing is, the person who's really running SWORD, who is Nick Fury, is not on Earth at the moment. So, he's literally got free reign of SWORD while Nick Fury's off-world. So it's almost like... First off, that guy's a dickhead. <laughs> I did not like him at no, all. So it no, no. was a right knob. Uh, but that was my justification was he's keeping this so under wraps that no other super beings or Avengers probably know what's going on. You know what I mean? They that's probably fair. have no idea.
1: Quick question. Do, when was the first mm. time we heard of S.W.O.R.D. in the MCU?
0: Um. So that's a really good question. I, I know that at the end of... So I think at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home would probably be the first time we've seen S.W.O.R.D. But I think WandaVision is the first time S.W.O.R.D. was said out loud. So at the end of yeah, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, we see Nick Fury on in space, you know, when he's like... Yeah, yeah. After we find I, out I, that I, the scrolls, yeah. I thought he's I on have, the S.W.O.R.D. base.
1: Yeah, I thought I must have missed something. Because, like, they just seem so, like, fully fledged in WandaVision. Yeah. They had bases, yeah. they had, they had yeah. responsibilities They had, like, long-term goals, short-term goals They, they, like, yeah I reckon those gaps will be filled at some point, though Maybe, like, Captain
0: Marvel I think or so, something. yeah, absolutely I feel like, I f- so, in my mind Like, this is me filling in for, yeah. f- like, for Marvel. Marvel Was, like, in my mind, I feel like I feel like S.W.O.R.D. would have got the beginnings When Nick Fury left S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, like at the end of oh, uh, they Winter They see
1: Shield's replacement, don't they?
0: yeah in the comics they kind of were and then for a while there they coexist they then become the sword and shield of mankind which is kind of how they sort of work together like the sword is what they use to go on the offensive which is why they have a base in space and why when the aliens come the sword is the first thing they see like they will fight back so that the the earth's shield can protect them it's it's really quite interesting how it all works in the comics um but yeah, I feel like Sword probably got its start after Winter Soldier, and that's what Nick Fury has been building the entire time while he was um, uh, that, like that makes away. Sense, yeah. So yeah, plus I, I also feel like you know now we know who he went to after. Like he's like, oh, I've got some friends that I need to, uh, you know, like at the end of Winter Soldier, he's like, oh, I got some friends. I'm gonna get to work on trying to clean up. Yeah, um, Shield. So the friend was we like now like know. Tell us. um, Yes, we now know the friends were probably the Skrulls... ...who are really good at infiltrating and finding shit out... ...so I think that's really cool um, in itself... ...and the fact that... um, ...full spoilers... uh, ...the fact that um, Monica is now going to be a part... ...like a bigger part of S.W.O.R.D. ...makes me super excited for... ...like her future in the MCU... ...like maybe we'll get like a television show about her... ...because... In the comics, she is a superhero called Photon, who later on becomes the new Captain Marvel. Like she replaces Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel, so that's how they sort of explained her powers. Was her everything about her molecular structure was changed inside of the dome, which I think was really cool um, as a way to give her her powers. But here's where my brain goes for that. Now, I don't know how, like, I don't know if this is what they're going to do, but I feel like it would be a really easy way to do it. I think that everybody inside of that, inside of Westview, have just become the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first mutants. Like, that is how they will introduce the X-Men. So these people now have been exposed to this circle a lot longer than Monica was. And I feel like it would be impossible for her molecular structure to change and theirs not to. So I feel like if this is the first sort of like looks at the X-Men going forward, like let's say for example that a couple of these people have kids who suddenly develop powers like lasers coming out of their eyes or bone claws or something like that. I feel like that could be a really easy way to introduce X-Men to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you've involved one of You've involved the Scarlet Witch, one of the most famous X-Men ever. So like an X-Men being Scarlet Witch and X-Men. Hmm. Yes. So Scarlet Witch and Pietro Maximov. I've
1: never heard the term Scarlet Witch in the MCU before.
0: Yes, so they they Yes, so they finally like did that in a weird way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting how they did it. I don't think that was the reason for it in the comics, her being called the Scarlet Witch. Because, you know Magneto? Yeah,
1: uh, I think so.
0: In The Expert, the guy who could control metal?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, he's her father in the comics. Like, Pietro and Wanda Maximoff are Magneto's children. They are like... the son and daughter of the most evil mutants in the x-men universe like they are they were villains who fought the avengers and then joined the avengers in the comics so and they were known as scarlet witch and the quicksilver um but the the use and and she started she did study actual magic but the reason she was so adept at magic was because of her mutant's ...sort of DNA... ...and we do see at the end of Scarlet Witch... ...she finally has the book... ...a very important book to the cinematic Universe... ...going forward... ...which I will not spoil... Uh, ...because I'm sure they're going to go in-depth... ...with all that stuff in Doctor Strange 2... ...which I'm super fucking excited about... ...because she's like... ...she's like full-on powerful now... ...like she's learning to control that power... ...that she has... Um, ...and I think that's fucking dope... ...finally... ...she's like... ...Scarlet Witch... ...in my opinion... ...in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... ...regardless of what Kevin Feige says... ...or what fucking Brie Larson says... ...Scarlet Witch... ...is the strongest hero... ...in the Marvel Cinematic Universe bar fucking none because she doesn't have a ceiling she can continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger and there's nothing that's going to stop her that's what I think is super awesome but also super scary because she's already experienced so much loss and so much shit look at what she did subconsciously she took over a town subconsciously what is she going to do when she wakes up one morning and decides fuck everybody I'm going to do it of my own free will no one's going to be able to beat her not even Dr. Strange. I reckon Doctor Strange will get fucking slapped around. Like, she's so strong and so cool and I really did like uh, I did like the ending. But yeah I think it'd be a great way to introduce Mutants Um, I think they did a really good job of finally giving her the Scarlet Witch name and the outfit, that's that outfit's so perfect, like almost comic accurate perfect outfit Um, and setting up Doctor Strange and Spider-Man Like, in this show, like, I see where they're sort of going with this multiple universe sort of thing. Super cool. I have one more question before we move on. (laughs) What did you think of the white vision?
1: Yeah, I...
0: I see a lot of people like it because he is, like, he is a comic book thing. But there are also a lot of people that hate it. (laughs) Uh, I did see the 50-50 split there, but I, I wonder what you thought of the whole thing.
1: I don't know enough to have, like, a, an opinion in terms of, like, you know, it's comic accurate or, or whatever, but, you know, just my limited knowledge says to me, like, you know, he's there for a reason because the universe is now at a point where, like, you know, we can go without characters. Like, we, we lost, we, you know, we've lost some pretty big characters and the universe will carry on. So yeah, they're bringing him back for a reason, obviously. I thought he was kind of cool. Like, I loved how... Uh, the, the Visions were like talking logic and stuff Like I thought that was quite cool so, Oh, uh, so good I'm not necessarily disappointed that he's back But I I I do want to see why You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see the payoff Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely How do you feel um, about it? I'm excited Because he is a comic character Like the white Vision is a legitimate thing yeah. uh, At a point in the comics the Vision died And then they, they did rebuild his body And he was pure white But he didn't have his... Personality and his memories, and there was a person who was so there was a character in the cinematic universe, in the cinema in the comics universe who was the basis for Vision originally or something like that. So using his DNA would restore Vision back to his original thing, but he, the person who they wanted to take the DNA from, refused to hand over the DNA. Because he himself was in love with Wanda Maximoff and didn't want the Vision to go back to normal because he knew then she right. would go back to him and they would move on. So it's it's all kinds of fucking shit and that stuff. But they they got they got around it with um with the fake Vision giving the, the this Vision back his powers, um his memory. Sorry, uh, which I liked. I liked yeah, that because like, my whole too. thing, yeah, my whole thing when I seen White Vision was. After the, the episode at the end where he was teased, I'm like, cool. So, the Vision that's not real and that white Vision are going to fuse together and we're going to get Vision back. That's how they're going to get around it. They're going to bring the Vision back by fusing these two together. And when they didn't do that, I was like, huh, that's kind of cool. So now we go... Another thing about Vision. I'm really fucking sick and tired. This show... I I swear to God I've seen the Vision die Like five times now And I'm getting real fucking sick of it They keep trying to kill this motherfucker And I really feel sorry for him I wish they'd stop it Uh, But yes uh, Yeah My theory for the White Vision You know how he flies away? Yeah I think I think he goes back To Wakanda I think he's going back to where he died And maybe trying to figure stuff out That would be a really cool sort of Cameo for Black Panther 2. Like, imagine if, like, in Black Panther 2, all of a sudden the vision be showing up and all kinds of shit be going down. I I think that would be super cool. But I I could see him going back to Wakanda and just trying to find, you know, himself. Like, that was the last place he has a memory. And it was his death. Like, what do you do after that? You know what I mean?
1: continues the story a bit as well.
0: Yeah, like, trying to find out who he really is. Is he the Vision, or is he something else now? I feel like that could be a really cool fucking story. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do with that. Like you said, they must have a plan. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Oh, absolutely. But, um, it
1: has to be significant, yeah. you know, based on them doing it. And, you know, th- this show seems significant, actually. Way more significant than I was thinking... Uh, anticipating, sorry. Because, yeah. like, you know, especially, like, the crossover characters. Like, we had Darcy, we had Monica... Like, obviously, um, uh, the, the, like, some good references, you know, um, with S.W.O.R.D. and, and where Monica's going, and, um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name out of Ant-Man, the FBI agent. I can't oh. his name. Um... He was fantastic anyway I'm so happy He was was great Yeah he
0: was great Oh fuck I forgot his name Yeah I can't remember his name either I hope he comes back He was All the
1: commercials During the sitcom That are like From the MCU Like just all All Fantastic Uh, A lot of fanfare But I'm I'm all about it And Whilst Mentioning fanfare Them playing The MCU Intro Every Fucking episode Was just Magic Magic Was not skipped Once on my television Not once
0: so I like it. it. <laughs> I like it. It's great. I, this has just made me. So, I finished one WandaVision. And I was like, fuck, man, that was so good. And then I'm like, how long till Black Widow comes out? And then I'm like, oh, wait, don't even have to worry. In just a few weeks' time, Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts. Yeah, and and actually, I am 100% on board for that. Fuck yeah. 100% I on board. No I'm so excited know what to for that show. That
1: show either. Like, who fucking knows oh. what it's going to do?
0: i'm so excited zemo's back the american agents in it fucking they're bringing back sharon carter oh yeah, I'm so true. excited I cannot wait dude so excited will they bring up sword will impact will anything from wandavision impact the winter like falcon and the winter soldier i'm, I'm so excited I'm so excited I cannot wait um but yeah i guess that's gonna do for us gushing over marvel <laughs> For a lot longer than I thought we would, but hey, it's like, we're <laughs> nerds here, we love that shit, we, we have to talk about it, absolutely. have to. Couldn't agree more, we, uh, we, yeah. we
1: should, we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about more shows as they <laughs> as they wrap up, because I feel like we've got a lot of Disney yeah, shows, oh, sorry, a lot of Marvel shows on the way.
0: Oh, so much, like I'm excited for Loki, oh, that's going to be so good. Oh, so exciting. So, Games. Jack, <laughs> Games. <laughs> Xbox and Bethesda are now officially man and wife. What do you it's think?
1: It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. It's a lot, it's um,
0: a lot of games. I, it's a lot of games.
1: I, I think it's cool. I I don't really know, like, what I'm trying to say, but, like, it it's interesting that, like, it's, it seems like they've been making decisions for months, like, without... I don't know how to word it, like it's just kind of it feels like it's coming out of nowhere you know what I mean like it just feels like oh they did announce it six months ago or whatever and we should have expected all this but it kind of feels like kind of surreal which is weird to say because like at the end of the day like it's not that I don't care or I do care but it's just like it's it's a massive company buying a massive company like the fuck I care (laughs) like you know what I mean like you know I I shouldn't I, I know we're passionate about games and all that sort of stuff but I think it's actually cool because I think I think Xbox and Bethesda are both groups of people that want to do better. And I think they'll do better with each other around. And I think they can lean yeah. on each other and build bigger and better. And it's exciting because all the people, like the, the good people that run those companies, you can see they're passionate and it's good to see some things work out for them because, you know, as much as they love it and they obviously get paid a shitload of money to do it, it's, it's cool to see cool things i guess i don't know you know what i mean like it's just it's it's actually kind of nice the way it's all sort of going down and i wouldn't typically say that or feel that um and it seems like we stand to benefit the most now you you may feel differently if you're like exclusively a playstation gamer for example I, i definitely acknowledge that but as a general gamer i think I think we stand the most to gain, you know, better games and better features and better services and better price when it comes to Game Pass. How do you feel about all this, my good friend?
0: Mate. Ah, oh, mate. I'm happy, I'm sad, and I'm confused all in one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that uh, that hopefully this means that there's no chance, like, I mean, not that anything was being said, but hopefully this sort of means, like, there's no chance that Bethesda's gonna go down the toilet, you know what I mean? Like, Fallout 4 didn't make people happy, you know? Fallout 76 pissed off a lot of people, <laughs> you know? Like, Prey, great game, didn't get the hype it deserved. Evil Within, great game, no, didn't get the hype it deserved. Um, Elder Scrolls, long way away. Starfield, not as far away, but who really fucking knows? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't, I couldn't see what Bethesda had on the horizon. And I feel like with Xbox purchasing them, there's a little bit of hope there. You know, we've got the hype now of, ooh, this new Bethesda game, which is an old game, is now coming to um, Games Pass. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be like hype built up. So, like, with the acquisition, they got Bethesda Games, id Software, Zenimax, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Games, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse. They got awesome studios awesome shit there's just one thing that confuses me right none of these are underneath the Xbox Game Studios umbrella
1: yeah I'm I'm confused by that because I appreciate the. I pre- I'm really confused I appreciate that they want to keep the Bethesda <laughs> name because it means something but I feel
0: it would have Look, meant I a lot think more Xbox if it was a game, game studio what's that? I was just saying, I think it would have meant a lot more if it did have the Xbox Game Studios sort of stamp on it as well, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so
1: I was going to say for the same Xbox, thing, though. but, 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 why? Why does it mean more if Xbox Game Studios is stamped on it? Bethesda's made way more good games than Xbox Game Studios. So, I, I think it's just... Do we have too much hope on Xbox Game Studios? Like, do we need to sort of see them prove themselves before we could remove the Bethesda branding? Like, you know you know what I mean? Like, I feel I feel like it's a little risky to tear off Bethesda, slap all the studios onto Xbox Game Studios, and, and we're still years away from... Like, you know, well, you know, I guess Halo Infinite's going to be a bit of a restart for them, but you know what I'm trying to get at? Like, it just... I feel yeah. like Bethesda, for some reason, still has enough value in the name Not for some reason, like clearly, you know, they've got a long history and good lineage and, uh, you know, made a lot of good games, but it's just, it's just crazy that they can't get rid of that.
0: I think, okay, so when I, I think the thing that confuses me about not putting on the game studio's sort of like stamp on it was in my mind, I'm like, okay, so either that shows that you're either too scared Or you have no faith in what Bethesda's working on. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like It doesn't make sense for me for them not to do it. Are you too scared to put the stamp on it because you know that it's going to piss people off to see an Xbox Game Studios just swallow up what Bethesda is? But then it's like, you shouldn't be scared. Because to me, saying... Oh, guess what? Arcane, Machine Games, ZeniMax, Bethesda. They are Xbox Game Studios. That reinforces to me that Xbox want to make good games. They want to put out good exclusives. They want to give gamers what they want. That reinforces all of that to me. So for them to turn around and go, not put any of that branding on it, makes me go, hmm, why? Do you own them? Or are you just sort of like... like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like you own them, so why aren't you branding them that way? You know, you've had no yeah. issue branding all these other studios. You've had no issue building a brand new studio and putting that stamp on it. I and wish they had the confidence Phil Spencer to do it. came out. Yeah, they, That's 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 my issue. I feel like they're too scared, and I don't understand cool. why. But Bethesda's a big name that does good games, so put your stamp on it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, good good point. Do, do you think it could be out of respect?
0: possibly another theory I had was maybe they haven't done it yet because there's still two Bethesda games about to come out on a PlayStation 5 exclusively
1: well I mean you could still you don't have to you don't have to close down Bethesda publishing like you're just you're just moving the studios over yeah or maybe they move I, them know. over one at a time and they're done with whatever they're working on because um, I don't Do- know if like I don't know if Sony would let Xbox put Xbox game studios on the cover of a
0: PlayStation game. That's what I was saying. That's would have been the ultimate flex. Yeah. Like, well, we own them. You don't have a choice. Do you want the game or not? that That's the thing. Xbox can say that now. Do you want Deathloop or not? Because our name goes on the box. Well, no, we don't want your name on the box. We don't want Deathloop anymore. Awesome. Because Games Pass does. Do you want Ghostwire Tokyo or not? You know what I mean? Like... It- it appears to A- me Are that- Sony that up their own ass That they would That they would pull that sort of shit Like are they <laughs> up their own ass enough To turn around and go We don't want Xbox on our box It's like Well fuck you then We'll release them on our console Games that people are super hyped for We will release on our fucking box You know It's Yeah How far up your own ass do you have to be do you know what I mean I would mean? say
1: like, They'd just be able to con- Like pull their contracts You know what I mean Like they'd just be able to go Well you don't have a choice.
0: You know what I mean? Like... Sony doesn't turn around... And say to people... Hey! You're not allowed to play Paramount movies on our Blu-Ray player. Don't you fucking dare. Don't you put a Paramount Pictures movie... In our fucking Sony Blu-Ray player! You know what I mean? So why do they have to turn around and go... We don't want no Xbox on the box! Oh, Puh! puh puh Disgusting! It's like, fuck you Sony, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, okay? That's a double standard. You know what I mean? They're not telling us to not play universal fucking films in their fucking Sony Blu-ray players. Well, but the second a company owned by Xbox wants to put Xbox on the box that has nothing to do with the game, that's pretty fucked up if they try that shit.
1: Um, it appears to me that MLB The Show 21 on Xbox has a PlayStation logo on the front of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> disgusting <laughs> how dare they <laughs> you know I don't, oh, it's so stupid so dumb so, who so dumb who publishes
1: Minecraft for the PS4 oh
0: good question That's it appears question. as though
1: Mojang does just based on the, <laughs> yeah it's published by Mo, Mojang or Mojang this is some bullshit yeah, it's, here we go It's published Apparently the group is called MoYang AB and MoYang Synergies AB Look, I'm not a business person I don't know what the fuck all that means But it's not published by Xbox That's fucking bizarre
0: It's all very weird All very weird But on the other hand Massive flex by Phil Spencer Who turns around and he's like Hey Xbox, PC, Games Pass, man. Is going to be the best place to play Bethesda games? Oh, by the way, (coughs) the future titles from Bethesda will be Xbox and PC exclusive. That's right. We got some sick little exclusives on the future from Bethesda and Machine Games and all that stuff. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're all about exclusives. So in my mind, I'm like, does that mean Starfield? Does that mean the next Elder Scrolls will be exclusive to Xbox and PC?
1: I reckon that'd be the first time in a long time that you would actually have like percentages of people like having to switch console
0: and all I want Phil to do is to come out on stage and flop his cock out and say suck it cause fuck those people man like that is such a flex dude I'm sorry I took it too far but that is such (laughs) a flex dude such a flex for him the day it 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 happens to go it's gonna be exclusive come on guys have you watched the roundtable they put out this morning? Oh fuck no! I haven't watched anything today.
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. I've watched, I watched probably fifteen minutes of it when I was getting ready this morning, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's a really good interview. Like it's really candid. Like you know, Todd Howard's just like go like he was telling the audience, I guess us, um, about how like Fallout seventy six was, you know, a disappoint a disappointing game in pretty much every aspect. Like, he, he was, like, really, like, candid about it. And he's like, when we that's weren't sure what to do, time, the first person we called was Phil to get advice. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, I, I it's <laughs> weird how they talk, though, because they all talk like they're best friends, right? Which they probably are. Like, they all get along. They're all happy. They're clearly okay with each other because they brought them. But, like, oh, we've got all these exclusive games on PlayStation. Like, it's like they're all talking the talk, but, like... <laughs> We're not really seeing any yeah. fruits of that friendship. Um, but it Hopefully sounds like that's soon. about to change, which is cool.
0: I would be fucking offended if I was Phil Spencer, though. Well, like, I... imagine I, that I conversation. I was thinking about oh,
1: it. 70- yeah. I, I was thinking about it way too much. Like, Xbox is being gun-shy about buying games ever since Tomb Raider. Ever since they saved Tomb Raider, they've, they've been gun-shy. Because the community was like, no, fuck you. And it's like, well... Like Xbox came out and said like we probably wouldn't have another Tomb Raider game if we didn't fund it. So I one am very pleased. But um Yeah. I mean it came out on all other consoles you know, I understand waiting a year sucks. Don't get me wrong. You have you've, you've heard me on this show complain about fucking the exclusive zombies mode being exclusive for a year. Like I'm 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 all about not having any of those barriers. But the Tomb Raider game wouldn't have been made without that funding. That's the fundamental difference. Call of Duty coming out this year regardless of who fucking funds a game mode. Anyway, um, I look forward to seeing what's
0: next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, um, um, Yeah, well, we know what's next. Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop that are coming out on PS5 and PC. Um, oh, what? And PC? Yeah. Is that for um, Deathloop yeah. as well? Yep.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. I might have to get on to that. That game looks all right. That game looks all right.
0: Yeah. The best part is, though, is we now know that they're only exclusive for 12 months. So they will come to Xbox and, and they will Game probably Pass. come to Game Pass yeah basically straight away which will be absolutely wonderful for everybody who has to wait um but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm excited to see what Bethesda and Xbox do um but yeah it's gonna be like it's gonna be a wait and see um but yeah I'm excited I'm excited I'm excited shall we move on
1: to the last topic of the show
0: yes let's move on to the last topic of the show
1: We got some good news this week. Some good, some some great news. It's the news we deserve, the news we needed, and the news we craved. I don't Um, have
0: any tissues. Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the Melbourne Convention and Exposition Centre from October 8th to October 10th. But Pax Oz is back, ladies and gentlemen. Sound the horns and grab your die. We're going there, boys. We're going to Pax. It's back. Get excited. Oh, Pax is coming back. Woo. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love. I love Pax, man. I'm a man of the hype and I'm a man of those live events. And Pax is like up there. It's like top fucking echelon stuff for like video games and pop culture. It, I'm. Oh, I, I I woke up super early the morning of the announcement just to make sure I wouldn't miss the announcement before only work. So at ten AM. I, <laughs> I know, dude. I got up at fucking six thirty. I was so sad. Oh god! At least I didn't start work till eleven, so I was able to see it. Like, I was very excited about that. Um, but yeah, no, i was super excited. I, I cannot wait. Uh, October eighth to tenth. That's good. Good weekend. Um, October was definitely what we were predicting. I'm just so excited, like, after talking about how much I I am, so, we'll talk about this uh, off the show, but uh, I'm trying to figure out what, like, if we're still going to do that Queensland trip and all that sort of stuff, and then try and... uh, book time off but I have already said to work I basically walked in and said hello and they're like hello and I said don't expect me for two weeks in October and they said okay <laughs> I was like awesome they're fully aware I'm not gonna be here <laughs> and they're fine with it uh, I, I'm so excited I cannot fucking wait like ah, oh, I'm so giddy I feel super excited after the, not really being able to leave the house or do anything for a year finally knowing that yes size is happening this year I, I cannot fucking wait i cannot wait i'm so excited um yeah, what about you are you as hyped as me
1: oh absolutely i i booked the time off at work the the day it was announced but um i know my new team has a lot of gamers and i reckon <laughs> i reckon i'm manager next time they look onto the the time off system they're just gonna have like fucking 10 requests for fucking oh, the middle God. of october <laughs> So um, that's all right. Uh, should should be fine. I'm I'm fucking pumped. You know, seeing on seeing on Twitter, like the amount of people that book flights and accommodation and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, the rules of the pandemic have just been thrown out the window on this one. Like the the yep. don't book flights, the the don't book accommodation in another state, the the don't get hyped. Like it's all just thrown out the window. Everyone's just like, yep, we're gonna packs. Um, we're all gonna cram in. Um, they So they are selling limited tickets at first, and they're going to release them uh, in batches based on the health advice from the Victorian government, which is awesome news. Um, based on the last, like, week, Victoria seems to be fucking kicking off. So all been well in October, um, with a few more vaccines out there, a bit more experience with the quarantine and whatnot. We should be in a pretty good place to have a convention. And I think... I think... It's safe to be excited about. Like I don't, I'm not sitting here yeah. going, oh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Like I, I'm feeling genuinely good about it, and I hope. And this is this is now. Now we're gonna enter dreamland, if we will. We're gonna enter dreamland. Um, I hope that it actually puts PAX Australia on the motherfucking map. Like it's already on the map, but if there's no E3, if there's no other PAXes, I know they're talking about other PAXes, but we'll, we'll we'll fucking see. Um, if it's literally one of the only gaming events this year in person like i hope the publishers bring it i hope i hope they get in on that um yeah the only exception is that you know we're not really taking that many international arrivals so getting them over might be a challenge but i i really hope it it elevates PAX to a a,
0: australia to a a higher status yeah um yeah i'm just so excited uh something usually was uh i don't know if uh I'm sure everybody's heard about back pocket. Um, they the guys from like Good Game and all that. So you got um, Steph, Steph Dixon, and Nick Boy and uh, uh, go- go- Goose. Uh, his name's Gus, and I always go to say Gus, but Mangus? I go to say Goose because people go- know Goose. Gus Mangus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus Mangus. Um, they do back pocket, and uh, they uh, this morning. They put up their, their, uh, podcast for the week and they spoke to Luke Lancaster, who is the creative director for Paxos, I believe, and he what gave a uh, little bit title. more information. Oh, so awesome. Uh, and he literally says that it is the best job he's ever had and probably will be the best job he ever has. Um, if yeah, I, I could work for PAX, but- oh fuck, that'd be, <laughs> that, that'd be so cool. Um... Basically, he turned around and said that, yes, there'll be limited tickets, uh, they will release more if they are told they're allowed to release more, they will have the full eight theatres ready to go for the, um, um, for like the, uh, what do they call them? The panels. My mind is just racing. The panels, panels. I don't know why the word panels is out of my fucking brain. Um, for the panels, they'll have all eight theatres. Um, when they get close to the event, they will know how seating in those theatres will work, how far apart they need to be, if they need to be that far apart, if they can have group settings for groups that have come together. Um, they're working on stuff like making sure that the lines, are, you know, all of it's going to go with COVID regulation. Uh, something else that is also very fucking cool is that they will also be running packs online effectively at the same time. So they're going to have all the panels that we will be able to see in person, on Twitch like they had oh, last great. year for yeah, packs Online time. That's awesome. so yeah, yeah that's nice. basically said we know how to do it we figured out how to do it so there's no point why we shouldn't do it. And yeah. that looks like it's going to be the thing going forward. PAX Online will happen at the same time as PAX Oz. And if anything like this ever happens again and PAX Oz can't happen, PAX Online is already will already be an established thing that it can continue to go on and go forward. Nice. So I think it's a really good thing for one, international people, two, people who can't afford to travel right now because of the year we've had, and three, people that just, you know, really uh, don't want to leave the house but want to experience PAX, you now have PAX online. It will be running at the same time as the main show. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I love that they're thinking about it smart. They're not going in and being like, everything will be fine, you know. COVID's a thing of the past. They're actually taking the time to figure out a way to make this show run, abide by the the laws that are being set down by the the health um associations and shit like that and really trying to make it not only the safest packs but the best packs of all time their, their number one goal is they want to bring packs back like <laughs> they want oh, it to come back full force and be amazing
1: it's really oh man it's <sighs> goosebumps it's really like the Assassin's Creed thing where it's like it having a year off was the best thing it did happen for the franchise and I'm not saying packs needed a year off it did not fucking need a year off but I think I think we're gonna appreciate it more, and we're gonna we're gonna be pumped more. that the the organisers are gonna be ready for it, and I'm I'm excited to hear how much how seriously they're taking COVID. To be honest, like you know, in Victoria, we we have no COVID right now, but we sort of still act like we do, and and it's yeah. good to see. I mean, not everyone, obviously, that you know, there's a, there's there's you know (laughs) everyone knows what it's like there's people that think differently of course but you know um everyone's a bit more spaced out everyone's you know masks are still quite common like it's good it's good to see and you know whilst we expect life to be much better in october we don't expect this to be over and i'm just i'm really happy that they're taking it seriously because if they didn't, I wouldn't be there. To be completely frank, like yeah. I'm not interested in standing that close in lines. I'm not interested in like everyone talks about getting sick after packs every year. <laughs> this ain't yeah. the year for that. So I'm actually I'm yeah. really fucking pumped that it might be a bit more spaced out. They're using every facility they can by the sounds of it. They're taking it very seriously. Um, and and we've got a and like the state government wants to have events. They want to have more on. They want people moving around. Um, I think I think it's gonna work out well I really do
0: yeah um, just for people at home who didn't get to see the announcement like directly at the bottom in big bold and I'll read it word for word so people realize that Pax is taking this seriously. Uh, They literally have an important information section that goes quote, rest assured the safety of all our Paxos community is our absolute priority and comes first before all else. We will take necessary precautions for public health and follow national and local health guidelines that are in place at the time of our event, 8th to the 10th of October. Please note the following. One, tickets will initially be limited to reflect the current capacity restrictions of the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre, which we hope will continue to relax as we get closer to Paxos 2021 and allow us to release more tickets. Two, if you can't travel due to COVID-19 border restrictions or the border closes, we will refund your ticket purchase. God, good on him. Three, if you... Yeah, that's great. If you can't travel due to COVID-19 quarantine restrictions, we will also refund your ticket purchase. And that's fucking awesome. Especially for someone like me who uh, had flights booked and E3 tickets booked and all that sort of stuff and uh, only got money back for half of the stuff that I booked and the rest of it turned into credit that I may or may not be allowed to use in the year it's credit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, you can't fly. It's credit for a year. Hey, what if COVID's still around? It's credit for a year. Like... Thank you, shitty airline, who I will not name. Um, But yeah, uh, I I think the fact that PAX is taking this oh so fucking seriously is just a reflection on the fact that I think this event will happen. This event will be the fucking golden standard for events going forward in a year of quarantine and stuff like that. If this ever happens again, PAX Oz will be the fucking standard for what needs to happen, I feel. E three should be taking notes from PAX on, especially PAXOS, on one how to put on a show for fans and two how to actually deal with quarantine because
1: yeah, and just how to talk to your fans as well. Yeah. Like to be honest, absolutely, um, absolutely. I, I've been a big advocate, like you know, and and take this as you will. Like you, you live a little closer to the border than me, so you, you might feel strongly differently. But I've been a big believer in like you know, it's been the year not to take sort of. Risk, like you know, why leave the state? Um, you know, to be fair, the the borders usually have the 50 kilometer, um, you know, buffer, but you know, I wouldn't, you know, last year, like if I wouldn't have gone to New South Wales, I wouldn't have gone to Queensland, like it just seems a bit unnecessary to be like you know, booking things and leaving because it's just everything's so un- unpredictable. But I don't mm. know, I, I think this is like the sign of good things, you know. I know October is a little way away and a lot of things can change, like. You know, this time last year, we were just sort of, oh, you know, there's a couple of COVID cases in Melbourne. And yeah, clearly it all changed. But I, I'm i just so excited and I'm glad they're taking it seriously. And I know I sort of just keep going on about that, but it, it really feels great. And I don't know if that's just because we are Victorians and we know just how fucking serious this can get. Like, you know, sometimes it feels like we're sort of in a bit of a bubble down here with all that sort of stuff, to be honest. Um, I also hope that this is the year they use both sheds. Like, they use all the space. Like, I hope it's so spaced out. Like, it. I hope it feels as spaced out as the car show when it's there. That'd be fantastic. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, to be 100% honest with you, I can't see them competing with anybody this year for space. I can't see anybody else hosting anything. Like, I feel like... And I don't mean this. Old people listening to a gaming podcast in the year two thousand and twenty-one. I don't mean this to be rude, but like, if I was a person of an older age and uh, they were having a caravan and travel expo, I'm not going to that. <laughs> I'm like, not going to that. I'm just going to stay home. You know what I mean, like, take up all the available space. Take it all up. Spread Mate, the people out. It's like,
1: never been as big as it is right now.
0: Oh, it's booming. It's booming. Fucking booming. Um, but uh, I think for one weekend, Caravan Industry, let us have the whole centre. We don't want to...
1: That travel expo was fucking funny. hilarious. Like, not to stereotype, but most of the people walking out of that were just downright confused
0: about packs. <laughs> oh, so confused. The thing... I think the thing that was so funny is... They had a great look of confusion on their face, but I also feel like the look at our face was equal confusion. Like, what the fuck is going on down this end of the center? Like, I remember just walking down, and then all of these old people walk out, and there's, like, caravans everywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on down here every year? Like, what's going on? Like, it's so confusing. Oh, it's so great. Um yeah i think it's so funny like just watching someone in full league of legends cosplay walk past somebody who's walking around with like broom hats sunglasses that have the lenses that pop up you know it's like whew it's polar um, opposites right here
1: i'm pretty sure the um the hotel that's above that part of the expo is no longer a quarantine hotel as well so that would be good
0: oh that's lovely that's yeah. great yeah that that's is... wonderful
1: i still, I still there'll remember be rooms for rent Dude, that hotel fascinates me. Like, it's so... I kind of want to stay there. Like, it'd be so cool to stay above PAX. Like, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. I don't know how expensive it is. Yeah, I imagine cool. I imagine on PAX night, it's $800 a room. Um, I don't know. It, it's such a cool area that's sort of built up, really. Like, it's a perfect venue for all this sort of shit. You know, I'm going to say this now.
0: And, and this is on record. <laughs> this one's for the record, everybody. <laughs> I'm going absolutely no holes barred this, Pax. I, I, I'm I not, you know, normally I'm a, let's go to the show. Let's go back to the room. Let's get to sleep. Let's go to Pax the next morning early. Go to the room. Go- nah, mate. I'm leaving Pax. I'm hitting up the bars. I'm going to like GGEZ. I'm going to hit up all that. Kind of stuff. I want to make like a fucking weekend out of this. You know what I mean? I wanna I wanna go to PAX hung the fuck over. <laughs> like, I wanna Yeah, I, I I'm gonna go all out this year and I'm really excited about it. And I got a year to talk about it. Oh so excited. Since Just we started going hot. to PAX
1: together. Have we ever gotten there before the hall opened?
0: No. <laughs> no, we haven't.
1: Maybe, maybe the occasional Friday session, like, especially if I'm being yeah. new there. I feel like we've been, yeah. maybe been there, like, just as it's opening I think month. the
0: f- first day we get there, pretty alright. Before it opens. I know the, yeah, like, the first year I think we got there, first day we were there before it opened and we were able to go in. Because we had our, like, Ultimate Gamer Badges, we were able to just walk into the room but um yeah no I don't think we've ever but like in our defense everybody listening we're literally just down the road so it never felt like a rush you know what I mean to get there get into everything it's been great
1: no I I have the fondest memories like you know there was one day in particular at one of the PAX's that we were in there for like two hours and that was it and it was like it was still the best like we were back at the room playing board games or whatever playing Switch you know having meals out and whatnot. like it's it's always just a. everything feels special even though it's just like we're sitting playing some Fortnite. Like we could fucking do that anywhere, but it always feels special at PAX. And yeah. I, I love I like, their slogan, Welcome yeah. Home. I think, I think that is just oh. so spot on.
0: This year, that slogan mean, is going to mean so much more to people and even to me. Like it is truly going to feel like coming home. This is going to be the first event this is the first time where I'm going to be amongst, for lack of better terminology, my people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm very, very excited about it. I'm really, really excited. You're like, my goal my people at PAX hand this sanitizer, year... sanitizer, fuck yeah. That's it. I'm going to have... Oh, my Purell. I'm going to have it on my belt. I'm going to get a belt <laughs> with just Purell on it. I'm like the Batman of hygiene running around sweating people with Purell. Uh, no, this year, I think... And, and I will never, ever say COVID was a good thing. Don't take what I'm about to say as be saying COVID's great. But COVID made me realize that definitely at PAX this year, I wanna meet new people. I wanna have interactions with new people. I wanna to get to know new people that I can talk to long after PAX is over and get ready for the next PAX to meet them again, you know? Like I wanna meet different streamers, I wanna meet different content creators, I wanna I wanna involve myself in this community as much as i possibly can to the point where i'm annoying these people like i just yeah i feel like covid showed me that like man like there's such a big world of gamers out there and i want to get to know as many of them as i can i'm very excited it's funny you say that because
1: just based on what i'm seeing on twitter and um instagram and stuff like it it seems like a lot of people feel very
0: similarly Mm. and oh that's good
1: yeah, so this this might be the packs to really uh, widen that net.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very very excited. I'm I'm ready. I'm roaring and ready to go. And the best part is we have a whole year to talk about it. Almost like yeah, it's just thinking, now we like, get you to know, talk we'll, about
1: we'll probably bring this up at every podcast until October. Oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> we get to talk about what we want from the show when there's announcements for the show. Um, travel plans. I'm I'm just. Next week on the show, Kyle books a combination for PAX. A whole hour dedicated to me going through Travago. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I'm I'm so happy it's back and I'm so excited. And in a way, it almost feels like stuff is going back to a COVID normal. You know what I mean? Like COVID will always be a thing, but it's like it's going back to, I can get excited about going to PAX hopefully soon I can get excited about going to E3. I can get excited about traveling because it's one of the things that I did a lot before COVID. <laughs> I love traveling. I love getting out of where I am. I love going to different places and playing video games in different places. So I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic, very excited. And with everything that uh, I heard on Back Pocket today, really optimistic that this will be a safe, happy and just worthwhile awesome fucking event and I cannot wait oh so excited
1: well said I really have nothing to add to be honest you've capped it off perfectly my friend
0: that was a good show
1: it was a good show we should uh, do it again that was a great show
0: that's it. We should, do, you know, you know, you know. I was thinking about it. We should do it every Friday when you can watch it over on Spotify. I mean, Is you can watch it really? on YouTube and listen over on Spotify. I feel like that could be a really good thing to do. And if people listening wanted to listen to it every Friday over on Spotify, and two days later over on YouTube at Aussie Lag Gaming at YouTube <laughs> over on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I'm really. I, I can't remember. I can't remember why I fell behind. I think it was because like, you a, like I started a, stuff. Yeah, the job was, like, insane. And then when I wasn't working, I was streaming. Like, that was the thing. It's like, okay, I'm home from work. Stream. Oh, I better sleep. Oh, fuck, i got to get up and go to work. Get home from work. Oh, fuck, I should probably stream. And it's just I'm only now starting to get back into jumping back on YouTube and stuff like that. Um There's a new YouTube video up right now. It's a Collector's Edition breakdown. Everybody should go check it out. Um, Can we
1: spoil what the Collector's Edition is, or is that a secret? Oh, yes.
0: It is the Limited Run Games No More Heroes 1 and 2 Collector's Editions, which are up for pre-order tonight, I believe. So that's how honored I am. I'm getting breakdowns up before the Collector's Editions are even up for pre-orders. That's (laughs) how good I've been this week. I'm getting back onto it. I'm getting back on top of it. I wake up every morning. I listen to the Rocky motivational speech. I listen to all those, motiv- And I'm like, oh, I'm ready for the day. Ready to make some content, you know? Um, yeah. No, Jack, thank you for joining me, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me. Uh, of course.
0: Uh, yeah. Like I was just trying to pimp. Oh, so like awesomely was the uh, YouTube uh, head over there. Aussie like gaming over on YouTube. Uh, Spotify, give us a follow on Spotify where you can get this beautiful podcast every week where we sit down. Honestly, this is just going to turn into the PAX podcast and I'm fine with that. But yeah, where well, we sit down and talk why about fuck PAX not? And how much we love it. Why the fuck not? Why not? Why, why the bloody hell not? Let's get people on here just to talk about PAX. Let's get some PAX guests up in this bitch. Um, oh, the get Aussie hyped for the PAX, PAX episode. Get hyped for the actual PAX episode of the gamescast we that we do, film live. We
1: should do like a um, like come come over to my joint on the Thursday night and the Monday night, like a, a pre and post show for PAX.
0: Ooh, I like that. Get hyped, people! The idea—it's all turning up in here. It's it's going. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm man. I'm. Man, this, this this podcast is a fucking garbage truck on fire and I fucking love it. I've lost my train of thought like six times tonight. I'm losing words. We're so um, fucking yeah.
1: excited about PAX. Like I just... I, oh, I, I'm so excited. Like that's what it is. It's just that like aura in the air. You know, like oh. some people say the Northern Lights are beautiful. PAX Australia is more beautiful.
0: Mate, you don't know beauty until <laughs> you've walked through the pearly gates of PAX, okay? Until you have stood in line with a sweaty man waiting to play Call of Duty, you do not know. Until you have <laughs> sat down and played Secret Hitler with a man dressed as Mario, you do not know, Beauty. Okay? Secret Pax is beautiful.
1: Hell. Oh, that was okay. oh. That was awesome.
0: We need we need to we need to end this, otherwise we're gonna sit here for another twenty minutes discussion right. about packs. You Thank you everybody, everybody for <laughs> joining us. We appreciate it. We love you. Go check out the Discord, go check out the YouTube, go check out everything, the Instagram, all that fun stuff. Jack7G spelt out. He's got a great Instagram. Go check it out. We love you all, and we will catch you next week. Bye everyone.
1: Bye.